Hi, happy Friday. Happy Friday. We don't usually talk about more TV shows. Yeah. Sorry. I got, I still, I'm still excited that it's Friday. We don't usually record on Fridays. I feel like we have no actual schedule for recording right now. (laughs) Don't tell anyone that to to be honest, everyone. Yeah. Um, but sometimes Tuesdays. Yeah. And it won't matter what day we're recording because it'll come out on whatever day we've determined time to edit it. It is exactly. But if it is Friday, busy time over here, got a wedding tomorrow. So we will see. Also, I've got a book club meeting on Tuesday. Oh, is this the first Uh, one? Yeah, it's the first one. And I have not yet read (laughs) the book. I haven't even started the book. It's uh, it's called Dark Matter by Blake Crouch. Hmm, I don't know it. Oh, he's really good. I've read other books by him. Recursion is, I think, my favorite that I've read by him. And this one, I've actually had the hard copy since like 2016. But once I got a Kindle, it was like, it was over for my hardcover books. Like they just sat uh, there for years yeah. because I, I don't know. The Kindle's so easy. Like you lay in bed with it. You travel with it. It's always there. It's I don't know small. how to tell you this. You, you could lay in bed with a book. No, <laughs> I know. Oh, please. Caitlin said the same thing to me when I was talking to her about it. Like, listen, you can. And I did as a child and, you know, up until I was like 21, which is probably when I got a Kindle, but it's bulky. And like, I'm talking about like, I'm laying in bed and then it's dark in bed. And I'm just like, just looking at my little tiny screen. And it's so easy. Your little child arms could hold the heavy books, Jess. I know. <laughs> I guess that's the downfall of society over here. Can I just tell you that Bar- uh, not Barty Crouch, Holly, uh, Blake Crouch is a bad name. <laughs> because it reminds you of Barty Crouch. <laughs> yeah. No, that was a I'll let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, it sounds too much like crotch. I don't know. I bet he was made fun of as a kid. I'm really sorry, Blake. Also, it's not Blake. what I thought of, to be honest. Blake. Blake is fine. Sorry. Blake Lively? Yeah, what but you... she, she can work it. Blake That's Crouch? Bad I'm sorry. Boy name. Lively? Crouch. I feel sad for all the Blakes listening to this. Mm, yeah. Sorry, I hope Blake. they forgive us. I, I have no issues with this name. Listen, I'm just uh, easily triggered by... I don't know, bad names, I guess, hmm. but easily. I think it's a pretty bulliable. cool name. I've like crouch. I'm like organizing the book club too. So I'm like, Just a little. I haven't read it yet, but also once I get into a book, it takes me a day to read it. So I'm just like hoping it's really good. Otherwise I will be torturing myself, but I'm pretty sure it's good. You can do it. It says 4.5 rating with 20,000 some reviews. Mm, that's I just Google good. real quick on Goodreads <laughs> or Amazon. Um, I trust Goodreads. Four point reviews. four point one on Goodreads. The four point uh, yeah, five I think was just like more realistic. I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever seen a four four point five on Goodreads except for when it's like <laughs> except for when it's like it ends with us, the Colleen yeah. Hoover book. Because like yeah, I swear yeah. the only people reading it are people who saw it recommended on TikTok and like already went into it liking it or something because that is not a four point five book. We will have like another podcast episode about book talk. And oh yeah, sorry. I could talk about books all day, but that's not what we're here for, is it? No, we're here for TV. Talk about TV. Cool. We jump right into it. Yeah, this is, I believe, our TV roundup of September. No, August. September. Well, it's we're gonna call it a September TV roundup. We're gonna talk about shows we watched. We're kind of messed up because it's the middle <laughs> of the month, uh, and we meant to do this last week, but. For some reason, it's just a little check-in anyway. 
but we're just going to talk about the TV shows that we've watched since our last check-in, which was early August, I guess. And then this one was supposed to be early September. So yeah, the shows we've watched since then, and then shows in the next few weeks or so that are coming out that we think we might want to watch. We'll also talk about shows that have been canceled recently and shows that we want to watch, but haven't gotten around to yet. So should we start with the sad news? Yeah, let's start with the sad canceled shows. I'm honestly like really very upset about this one. They canceled Maggie. I feel like a lot of people probably didn't even watch that. Yeah, the first two on our list, which I know we haven't said the second one yet, but um, Maggie in particular, I... I'm sure there's something, I guess I could have looked into this before we started recording, but How I Met Your Father, I thought, was a much worse show than Maggie. Oh, yeah. It has the same vibe. It's the same flavor of sort of like fun, networky type show, but I'm certain because of How I Met Your Mother and also because of Hilary Duff, and Hilary Duff is great, that they had some sort of already two-season yeah. deal or something baked in that made that not get canceled. But Maggie was... So sweet. it have the, yeah, the like, ugh, I don't know, what do you call it? The thing that they're reimagining, like it has that original thing to hook people. So exactly. Like, it probably so did have a lot more viewers, honestly, than Maggie did. I wonder if they held on though. I feel like the metrics people use to determine shows, all of the cult classics that were not watched on network TV at the time oh, yeah. are all the ones that people come back to and have gained like a huge following now i actually just saw i don't know if it was a tweet or a tiktok or something i'm gonna say it was an article uh, <laughs> <laughs> about how like shows okay freaks and geek is out geeks is always oh, like the classic example it had one season so good it's like this cult show okay i've actually never seen it but <laughs> sidebar um but the, so it's talking about how shows like that you know they they got canceled for whatever reason after one season and became these cult things. And now it's like, there's a freaks and geek, I was a geek, freaks and geeks, like every week on a streaming service, that's going to come out and it's going to get canceled. And because network TV was always limited by time slots, there wasn't as much of it as we're getting now. And so it's just impossible for people to be watching enough. And I mean, shows are getting canceled left and right on streaming services because they're just not hitting the numbers they want to hit, but there's just too much for people to watch. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. It They could have given, I don't know what the decision-making process is like. I guess it seems quick if something's not working. They cut it. It seems like in TV in particular, a little bit of a grace period would be worth it. I know, like it came on. out like a month ago. Right, yeah. That's what's crazy. I don't even think, had we even talked about it? Maybe we did talk about it in the last roundup, but it was definitely like- I wrote recent. about it, so we must have, yeah. Yeah, it came out, I think, in either late July. In the summer, for mid sure. July. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mean to, I really think it had been like a month, maybe two, and then they canceled it. And um, yeah, somebody pointed out, I made a TikTok about how they canceled it, and somebody pointed out, or what did they say? They were like, oh, I'm not surprised once I started, once I started seeing the actors post Maggie Mondays Aww. on Instagram, that's when they knew like they needed more viewers or something like that. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, they probably like just saw that they weren't getting enough viewers. They probably saw this coming. And I don't know, that bums That's me so out sad. because it's like, how, you know, how could I like show so much? And so many people liked it so much, I think. I mean, I'm sure people also didn't like it, but it was just this cute little comfort show. Definitely. And to not get another season, it's just like, yeah, it's not the end of the world. I might forget about the show in five years, but like, it'll get, am I maybe- really sad right now? Yeah, I am. 
<laughs> my I'm holding on to hope that like a couple of other shows that were canceled or dropped by certain streaming services that might get picked up. Maybe someone will, yeah. what was it on Hulu? No, it was, it was Hulu. It, it was just feels Hulu. like a long shot at this point. I don't I know. It, it wasn't groundbreaking. It was cute. I would still say people should watch it if they just want like a cute little background show. Like, yeah, even though it does end on a cliffhanger, which is tragic because mm-hmm. we'll never know. It's not, I mean, it's a somewhat predictable cliffhanger, I would say. <laughs> like, it's not like if Lost got canceled after two seasons, people would have rioted. Like, some people might have preferred it that way in the True. end. <laughs> True. Anyways, what else? Paper Girls was canceled. That's also a huge blow. Again, another cute show. Maybe not, I don't want to say not groundbreaking because there's not really that many shows like Paper Girls on TV. But in terms of tone and sort of vibe, it's like in terms of vibes, like it's another, it's just another sci-fi show or in well, terms of genre, I would say like feel good sci-fi, which it has action. It has female friendship. It has romance. Yes. <laughs> but well, is that really that different from like, I know the comparison to stranger things is like not a good one, but in that way it sort of is like, it was just supposed to be sort of like a feel good sci-fi. I did have issues with that show. Honestly. I thought like tonally it didn't make sense because it was trying. I felt like it could have been a really good, like coming of age story. And it was they still had cute, time. Like, they I know that's what honestly, I, I had hopes for the next season, yeah. but I did think like the sci-fi aspects were sort of underbaked and then interspersed throughout this, like sort of nice coming of age story. It just like, didn't work for me. Honestly, I didn't love it, but mm-hmm. It was that show had such good representation and it was a group of young women and a diverse cast. And I'm just like, and two of the, like one of the characters or one of the relationships was a lesbian relationship. Like it bums me out that the show wasn't better because I wanted, I wanted it to do well. That's such a weird feeling to be like, I love everything that's going on in this show. I'm happy that it got made. I found it like enjoyable for the most part to watch, but did I think it was as well made as it could have been no yeah that's gonna happen a lot I think in the next few years where finally people are getting the go-ahead to give the types of characters and the types of stories they want to tell a shot and then it's just not like not everything can be done with the best execution and so the good thing is is that I think there are more shows I don't think that's the last show with that amount of representation that will be out there but it is a bummer to see like when you do get all of the ingredients that you want and then it's just sort of like, oh, the cake fell flat. I don't know why I'm using baking yeah, metaphors. No, I mean, that's I a agree. good metaphor, actually. It, yeah, yeah I, I'm not actually thinking like, you know, they're going to see that this was canceled and then never cast like cast a diverse cast. No, but it makes one less cast. show that you can watch if you want right, diverse right, shows exactly. to watch. Yeah. And it like, oh, it just could have been so good. I, I think it I feel like a lot of people on the internet saying, you know, like, how dare they cancel it? It was so good. I just feel like everybody's seeing what I'm seeing and just sort of in denial. Like mm. it could have been better. I'm, I don't think I'm being like a curmudgeon when I say that. Or like, oh, really KJ. I'm just like, yeah. I mean, like there were, oh, it's just that the coming of age story was so good mm-hmm. that that aspect of it, all these, like, cause they're like 12 year old girls. Like there was just so much potential yeah. and that they just executed it oddly. But Anyway, still, again, it's still a good season of TV for, besides what I just said <laughs> that I would tell people to watch. And again, I think people just did not know about it and it didn't get the numbers Yeah, and they canceled it. 
I mean, I saw people like people all over like Twitter, like desperately asking people like, Oh, go watch this show. Because like, I bet mm-hmm. it's going to get canceled because they didn't do any promotion for it. Yeah. That's wild to me. Like when the summer I turned pretty came out, it was like, you could not escape the promos for that. No. But then nobody knew what paper girls was both Amazon prime in case anyone's missing the comparison there. Yeah. Last canceled show on our list. I did not see actually. And I didn't know it was canceled. Okay. I we just found about out. That. Oh, literally seconds before coming on here. I was like, hmm, just in case I missed any, because normally I just get the news from Twitter yeah. when people, you know, retweet it or whatever. Uh, Rutherford Falls, which is a Peacock original. And I wrote about it hmm, a few months ago at this point as one of my picks. It wasn't the best show ever. It wasn't even one of my like top 10 sitcoms probably. But again, a show that had good representation I keep, I'm, I've been watching Yellowstone and I keep thinking about there's this one episode. So Rutherford Falls is about basically Ed Helms is like the mayor of the town. I don't know if, how much you remember about the plot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like I the actually... mayor of this town and he's like friends with uh, a native American woman. And there's this like sort of tension between, you know, the fact that he, the mayor is from this lineage of people who took the land. Mm-hmm. So I've been watching Yellowstone and my, thoughts keep coming back to this one episode of Rutherford Falls where they basically make fun of Yellowstone. They have the Native American, a couple of the Native American characters from Rutherford Falls are like asked to be consultants on this show. And the show is clearly Yellowstone, but they're not calling it Yellowstone. They're like asked to come consult on this big network show about white people in Montana. And there's Native Americans in like headdresses that like don't make sense for the time period. And aren't like, you know, nothing is represented correctly. And the Native American people, the Native American characters from that are like from this town or whatever they go and they're like, oh no, 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 this is all wrong. And then I keep watching Yellowstone and seeing stuff where I'm like, yeah, I wonder how much of this is just absolute trash. Like when it comes to portraying Native American people correctly and Rutherford Falls did that really well. So it's another one where I'm like, you know, that's bummer. I, I important and good that that show was made, but it just wasn't that funny. I just mm. wanted it to be funnier. You know what's interesting is uh, Ed Helms was just a guest on that on the Office Ladies podcast with Jenna and Angela promoting the new season of Rutherford Falls. I wonder if that was, I think that was last week or maybe even this week. I don't know. Oh. It was very recently. I wonder if it's an attempt to pick up numbers and or if the, or if it's too late. And I wonder if it was right before, because it, it might have been canceled. I didn't actually look at when when that was announced, but I didn't hear about it until right before this, like I said. So it could have been very recent and that could have been, yeah, like a sort of last, last ditch, ditch like they know their views are too low. And honestly, I don't know how that works on Peacock because you got to assume <laughs> views for everything are really low on Peacock. Yeah. <laughs> like compared to what? So I guess if they're comparing it to their own stuff, maybe it's different could you hear that no there's like a really loud rev of an engine outside my window sorry anyone your your mic must be good enough that it didn't pick it up nice good job buddy yeah I don't know if it's like I even think about the resort on Peacock which I liked so much like what kind of views is it getting I hope it gets oh if that gets canceled that'll actually probably kill me oh it's so good (laughs) you love that show so much I I know I know and then I overhyped it too much because I've had a couple of friends watch it and they're like yeah it was good (laughs) like they liked it but like I'm definitely over I'm just enthusiastic about it because of how low my expectations were going in and then how Mm. much it blew my expectations out of the water but that doesn't work when you just start telling everybody yeah, how true. great it is. Unfortunate. But yeah, I don't know what's going on over at Peacock. 
I'm not going to say Rutherford Falls was even a show that I would at this point, like recommend people watch. It's fine if you really need something to watch. So it's not a huge surprise that it got canceled. I would say I'm like generally bummed, but I just hope something replaces it that has sort of the same vibe. Yeah. I was going to say reservation dogs does not have the same vibe, at least from what I've heard as Rutherford Falls. It's not at, it's a comedy and it, to the best of my knowledge, does a good job at representing Native Americans, but in a very different way. Like, I don't, it's not supposed yeah. to be Ed Holmes funny. It, or Ed Holmes? Ed Helms. Helms. Yeah. It's not supposed to be Ed Helms funny. It is very funny, though. It is very good. So, I yeah, that, oh, that's, that's on my list. I want to watch okay. that. Yeah, no, I, it's funny because I think when Rutherford Falls came out, I don't think Reservation Dogs had been out. I might be wrong about that. But if if I'm wrong, then they were like pretty soon after each other. That's cool. And it's interesting that they both came out when they did, because I think they're both like the first shows that sort of like accurately portrayed. <laughs> yeah, centered and portrayed accurately Native American people. Uh, at least the first sort of like mainstream comedy or even probably dramas, but yeah. So hopefully something else takes a pla- it takes its place. But yeah, I still got to watch Reservation Dogs. Very good. Um, I think that was all of our canceled shows. We can finally move away from some sad news and talk more about. Although talking about what we've watched could also lead to some. I feel like I had some disappointments. At some least. negative feelings, but <laughs> less negative tragedy. Feelings. So well, some tragedy. It depends. I. Do you want to start? I think we can start with shows that we touched on last time or, or mentioned, but hadn't watched yet. Um, We can fill you guys in on how those ended up being. Uh, I'm going to start with surface, which is an Apple TV drama produced by Reese Witherspoon's company. And they always make, I feel like it's everything they make is like a thriller starring a woman who like is a unreliable narrator or like either like either she's an alcoholic and she's like trying to remember what happened to like her dead husband. I don't know. That's not even <laughs> she a real knows her brain. <laughs> it's like, it's big little lies. Uh, fires out, low fires everywhere. Yeah. Is she, is her book club, you know how she has Reese's book club. Is that just a pipeline to her pr- production company? It does feel like that. I actually like- looked up the whole list the other day of book club picks, Reese's book club picks, because I wanted to know how many of them had been made into uh, Reese's productions. <laughs> yeah. I think it was a few, but no, she's got some book, good book club picks. Um, not to talk about books more, but <laughs> I would check out her list if you're looking for recommendations. I mean, maybe I'll just watch them when they come out. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I watch I- that. Uh, little fires everywhere but I did just read that book which oh, was I liked good. that book yep did you see the tv show I did not I did not love the ending but again we're getting away from <laughs> oh, I liked the ending god we just Aww. need a book podcast yeah, uh anyways next so surface surface was it was like a six episode no oh, maybe eight episode drama uh hour-long episodes I truly don't think I've ever watched anything as boring in my whole life and I don't mean like obviously if you put on like a nature documentary not to pick on those. I know you like those. Like I will be bored, but this was supposed to be like a thriller with twists. She's an amnesiac or whatever. She like loses her memory after she jumps off a yacht or a boat or ferry. One does. And they tell her that she committed suicide, but she doesn't believe them. And she, but she doesn't have her memory. So she's like trying to piece this all together. And I was like, Oh, like this is going to lead somewhere really cool. Or at least like a twist that I didn't see coming. And it just plotted along so slowly. And I just watched the finale 
I brought myself to watch it. I was so not even interested, but I was like, I got to see how it ends. And it was just a big setup for season two. It didn't tell me anything. And I was like, who wants season two? Nobody. So upsetting. (laughs) Oh, so I'm just really not happy about that. It was absolutely not a recommendation from me. Bring back Maggie instead. (laughs) Yeah. Tragedy. And then the other one that I had started watching last time we talked uh, and finally watched the finale of that as well. Pretty Little Liars, Original Sin. Um, I feel bummed about this one because I was like excited to recommend it to people because I was like, it's nothing like the original. Uh, and to be fair, that like that's a compliment in my world. <laughs> Others may disagree, but I, I just, I liked the way it was like sort of actually scary and like more mature. Mm. And the vibes were great excellent vibes and then it stopped being scary like episode four through uh, again don't remember how many I watched maybe 10 so episodes like four through like eight I swear like nothing scary happened except like you'd see a the villain in the distance but like nothing would happen and it was sort of slow and it was all right I still was like I was hanging in there because I was like okay finale is gonna be awesome like cool twist is coming and then it happened and I was just like Oh, really? (laughs) The hats of the twist. And I just, I can't recommend that. Uh, That show ultimately, it was, it was a dud. Um, Again, vibes, vibes were Halloween-y. So if you're just, if someone needs that, then go for it. Maybe revisit, maybe revisit in October. Uh, Maybe just watch the first season of the original one, honestly. Fair enough. It wasn't bad. It just got stupid. Or that Halloween episode where they're on the train. Do you remember that one? No. What oh. season was that in? I stopped watching it after I don't like know. the first season. But anyways, I, I can't recommend that one. It did just get renewed. So we got that <sighs> news. Got renewed for a season two. I got that news right on the back of Maggie. Not to keep bringing that up, but what a blow that was. Hey, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't feel good. I sort of, again, think it's the like original show people yeah. being more interested in it because of that like hook. Yeah. yeah. I think that's very fair. It's going to happen. Sad. Less sad. I think we both enjoyed The Sandman. Or maybe not. I can't remember. We oh, really... enjoyed is a strong word. <laughs> <laughs> well, we no, both sorry, watched I it. <laughs> I did enjoy it mildly. But uh, you, yeah, you talk about it because you have better feelings about it. Uh, Yeah, I at first thought that it was a little over, all over the place. But then I started trying to look at it from the point of view of someone who really liked the comic books because I haven't read the comic books and then thinking of it as, okay, this is a really expansive universe. It seems like this comic book spans a lot of different characters, all sort of held together by this one thread, which is the Sandman. Sorry, I didn't give much context. If you don't know what the Sandman is, the main character, sort of, I say lightly main character, but the main thread that ties all of this together is that there's uh, the the Lord of Dreams, the Sandman is, he has all of these, I actually don't know who all of his siblings are, but it's like death, dream, because desire. Yeah. Weird. All, yeah. All of these D word um, emotions slash also states of being like death and dream. It doesn't totally make sense to me yet, but again, I haven't read the comic books at any rate. They're sort of almost like gods, like demigods kind of. And then there are all of these different stories that take place in the dream world, outside the dream world, 
nightmares coming into the, into the real world, the waking world as they call it. Um, so once I started, like once I took a step back and was like, okay, this is a really expansive world. There are a lot of different characters and different storylines in this first season. It seems like they're trying to do their best to set up the fact that it's not going to follow your typical, here's the main character. They go through this journey. There's a, you know, climax and then a denouement and then the finale. It's truly like, wow, there's all of these people and all of these things at play and here's how they all interconnect. And some of the stories will be, some of the episodes will be sort of capsule episodes and focus in the same place on this one group of pizza, pizza, one group of people. I'm a little hungry and others will span years and whatever and once I accepted that I really enjoyed it that's all I have to say that's fair it's uh yeah if you describe it like that and you say knowing what it is was it good yeah it was good but I I don't (laughs) I like think yeah I don't think I like that format like it's one thing that's very fair like episodic and even for there to be like some premise that ties the episodes together even in an episodic format like doctor who i would say is very much like episodic but there's some sort of through line normally yep. and sometimes like just an arc that is just one season long or sometimes like yeah episodes long but i felt like i don't know something about the way they did this one it was like the first three episodes felt like plot like it was all tied mm. together and i and it didn't feel episodic and then suddenly episode like five was just out of nowhere different people different place and then none of those people appear again and then episode six I believe was the same way and so those yeah. just felt so out of place and then episodes seven through ten were, were again, again like story. their own story with mm-hmm. new people and and whatever and it just didn't work for me I didn't I really liked episodes five and six like a lot and then I <laughs> sort of liked what they did with the other pieces but not as much and I just wanted it to be like one thing or the other. Yeah, I agree. Maybe they could have done a little bit better of a job. It seems like the first three episodes were really trying to hook viewers, but then kind of pull the rug out from under them. Um, I do I do think if you were a comic book reader, you'd be fine with that. But yeah, for any new viewers, it's a little bit jarring. It could have been better if they had done more of a cohesive first season with fewer episodes maybe and then introduced more of the like okay we're kind of going all over the place because this is an expansive world in season two and just made like the first season five episodes people are making short seasons it could have been done yeah i mean it's still relatively short small story episodes is like normal these days for streaming services but yeah i don't know something just really didn't work for me and then they put out an 11th episode like a bonus episode they called it i haven't seen that that. oops (laughs) it's called like a million cats or something so i'm sure you'll love it (laughs) shut up my one cat like the world of a million cats i think is the name of it okay i watched the first like two seconds and it was an animated cat and i was like i don't understand because it's not an animated show no that's like i said i only watched like two seconds of it i don't know if there's a second season will i watch it Mm, probably not to be honest i think i'm done with that one i will likely at least watch the first few episodes of the new season i feel like if i'm gonna watch i'll just watch doctor who instead if i really and i haven't watched doctor who in like 10 years Years. like i've just maybe it's just not for me anymore i get into moods i haven't been in the mood to watch a show like the sandman since i finished the sandman so it's possible that i will not want to watch it when the second one comes out but like yeah 
I don't feel the need to watch a sci-fi fantasy show. I say that, although I, I am watching a fantasy show right now, but never mind. I think maybe I just also thought the lead guy was really boring. Like <laughs> he does I, have one face, like yeah, one emotion. No emotion and just looks sort of like <laughs> I think so many of my t- I can't take credit of this is a TikTok TikTok comment. Uh Edward Cullen in a different font. And I was like, mm. Mm, it's <laughs> not wrong. It's not wrong. So I don't know. Yeah, Ultimately, I don't just a little boring, but if you like, I don't know, if you like comic books and sci-fi, yeah, check it out. Different worlds. Yeah. I would I say check know. it out. I felt so-so about a league of their own. I didn't feel so-so. I, I say that it's only because, okay, here I, <laughs> in the newsletter. You tell people what a league of their own is before you jump right in. <laughs> no, okay. I have no format. No, I'm don't just get a League of Their Own, another Amazon Prime show. If you're familiar with the movie from the 80s, I think. Mm, sounds right. Um, very popular movie about the women's baseball league that popped up, <laughs> popped up, uh, that was formed when during World War II. So there weren't as many men playing baseball and they formed this women's league and the movie tells the story about one of the teams in this league and the TV show is sort of a reimagining of that. It does not have the same character. So it's not a perfect remake. I don't remember what we settled upon for the, for we the term. Settle, for so let's not bring it up again. <laughs> anyway, but it's the same, it's the same team. It's the same sort of story. Um, and I really like the movie and I did really like the show. I think I said I was <laughs> lukewarm because I have these residual feelings from the newsletter. I get it. Anyone who reads the newsletter, my, I, great inflation is not a, it's not a concept that is familiar to me. I'm not going to give a show an A if I liked it just because I liked it. I'm going to give is it an A. Yell at you for this? What do yeah. You mean? I get yelled at for my grading. I don't always tell you about this, Jess. No, but you don't. People text me almost after every newsletter being like, what? You gave this a B? Or like, you your gave ratings this? are lower than mine. Like, on average, I think our idea of like what a C is is vastly different. Right. But that's why we each rate our own, like, we have our own ratings. Yeah. I want people to know when I think a show is an exceptional show, it'll be an A or an A. Um, I mean, that's fair. You've probably given like a single thing an A. <laughs> I've given, I can't remember what I've given. I know A's. you gave Abbott Elementary and I think you might've given it an A plus, which is wild, which is, it was anyways, so good. We're not here <laughs> um, to talk about that. Right. So anyway, I, <laughs> what did you I give gave, a league of their own? I gave a league of their own a B plus. Oh, oh, a B plus. I gave it so high for you. Oh my <laughs> God. I wow. Know. Jenny loves this show. You guys. <laughs> I gave it a B plus, And I think my main criticism was I really wanted there to be more baseball, which is a weird thing to hear me say, but I can't imagine is... how you think that <laughs> I wanted, I, a good sports movie where there's an underdog and the team learns to work together. And there's like, you know, a big game on the line. Okay. Yeah. I like yes. that. And it's there inspiring. was, is inspiring. There was a little of that. I thought there could have been so much more based on the storyline, they sort of sprinkled it in because it's a slightly important part to the show, but I thought there could have been more. And so that was my main critique. I was like, ah, I think my expectations were that there was going to be a little bit more of character building and 
relationship building through the sport of baseball. <laughs> yeah. Happen. Like if there was like this lead up to, they're going to play this team. That's like the best team or like some sort of plot. Like right. That. And instead, and the finale, I'm not going to spoil anything was so touching. I really liked it. It did involve a big game, but like, I didn't care about the other team except one player because of reasons that you'll find out. Okay. I haven't seen it yet at all. I haven't seen any episodes, but I thought it was really good. I, I liked it. There were some anachronisms. Uh, there are some things about the special effects on the baseball that are a little jarring. <laughs> like sometimes they'll throw it and it'll look like it's coming from a different direction. It's just a little weird, but none of those things I had a huge problem with. I really did not have a huge problem with anything. I'm looking forward to season two. I might even give that an A minus. We'll see if there's more baseball. Holy moly. But anyway, I- For whatever reason, I thought you didn't really like it. I guess we never actually talked about it. I thought, man, I guess I didn't see that your your rating was so high because I thought you were like, eh, about it. No, I think I watched the first two uh, episodes and was like, this is fine. I like Abby Jacobson. I like the concept. I really liked- I think what I may have said to you is that like, I really like the side characters more than anyone else. I can, now that I've watched so much other TV, I can't remember anyone's name, but the comic book writing friend, if anyone's seen the show, you'll know what I'm talking about. I haven't seen it. She's incredible. She's the funniest. Darcy Carden? No, but Darcy Carden's really good in it too. The only one I No, Darcy's on the team. Um, I should really know all their names, but that's okay. I didn't think I would be talking about this for so long. I just got heated about the, <laughs> the calls that I get and the texts about my ratings. That's so funny. But yeah, the the person who did <laughs> text me a novel about my rating on this had very good points and things who that did I did that. <laughs> I'll keep them anonymous for Call the sake of the. <laughs> no. All right, fine. But basically, they were saying this show did all of the things that a league of their own, the movie couldn't, there was no mention of like lesbian relationships, same-sex relationships, any queerness in the movie because it was in the eighties. And even though the women who played baseball, very likely some of them <laughs> were lesbians or like non-binary or whatever, it just wasn't really, like there were some maybe minor references in the movie but nothing blatant nothing no actual storylines following that so the tv show does a really good job at like portraying what it must have been like to be in to finally be playing a sport professionally that you want to play but also still be trying to hide the fact that you're attracted to women and like playing within the rules of having to wear a skirt to play baseball which is like there were so many optic things Mm -hmm. that were necessary um and the, the like there are a lot of storylines in the show that are bringing that are that are telling stories that are great to see on tv and are really necessary and like great representation and just yeah just stories that I'm glad are being told and so they were like for that reason and that reason alone like the fact like baseball wasn't the point and I was a little like I guess (laughs) but again Jenny just wants more baseball yeah, no, you'll I never hear you. me see that. <laughs> hear me say that outside the context of a TV show. Anyway, it's sort of like my feelings about Paper Girls. I was like, this is great for so many. Where's reasons, all the like, paper? <laughs> here are the ways. Oh my god, no! Bye. Like here are the ways that it could be better. Like I just see the way the mm-hmm. like story plays out, and I'm like, oh, but the pieces didn't fit together. Yeah, in the best possible way. Maybe that's not a great comparison because I haven't seen A League of Their Own yet. 
there's still time. I'll no, I'll definitely watch it. It's on my list, but not super high up. I never actually saw the original movie, which I think I said the last time we talked. Uh, yeah. And then my dad texted me right after to be like, "How have you never seen this? I've failed you as a parent." Oh well. I, I thought you were going to say he texted you about my rating. Like, no, I, dare you? <laughs> I, w- I will tell you, people have texted me about your ratings. I um, know. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> nobody texts me about my ratings. Mine are just like too smiley and positive. I'm like, you get an A, you get an A. Listen. If I like the show a lot, I'm like, yeah, A. If I'm like, hmm, could be better, but I still really like it. That's like a good B plus. There's room to grow. I just want to give them room to grow. I believe I in them. C is if I like really don't like them though. I feel like you've given stuff a C where you're like, mm, yeah, I'd watch it. Like, yeah, you, you should watch it. <laughs> I gave Dollface a C plus. I I liked Dollface a lot. They were just. I think I gave Riverdale a C plus. Which uh, there's Sorry, too I much keep... nuance in that. We don't need to talk about. That. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so another one that we talked about last time that hadn't come out yet: The Patient, an FX show that is also on Hulu, uh, starring Steve Carell. And Donald Gleason, uh, the premise being Steve Carell is a therapist who gets kidnapped by Donald Gleason, who is a serial killer who wants Steve Carell's character, the therapist, to help him stop serial killing. So very interesting premise. Um, you know, I heard it was a psychological thriller with Steve Carell and Donald Gleason. And I was like, yeah, sign me up. It's got about, what's it got? Like four episodes, maybe five episodes out so far, um, Oh, also, it's made by the same people that made The Americans. Did you ever watch that? No, but I know the- Is that like they, spy show? Yeah. And everybody loved that so much. I only got halfway through the first season and I got bored. I could like, I could tell it was good, just not super my type of thing. Uh, but anyways, so it's made by the same, I don't know if it's just the same guy, Joe Weisberg, or if it's if it's other people with him, but, uh, but at least that one guy. Uh, anyways, so there's like four <laughs> or five episodes out. They're so short. They're 22 minutes, I think. And it's not a comedy, like not, not at all. The first two episodes came out and I was like, oh, maybe it's going for like dark comedy. And I was trying to see it from that perspective. And I could, I could sort of see it. It's not, it's not a dark serial killer show. Certainly it's not, you know, criminal minds or the mind hunter. It's, I guess more along the lines of like Dexter, if I had to compare it to something in that, like, yeah, even that was 40 minutes, right? Yeah. Right. So Mm. I don't think there's ever been, I really can't think of an example of a show that is so firmly not a comedy that is 20 minutes. Can you? I just, I really don't understand it. Yeah. It's really interesting. I wonder, I, this is a very off the cuff comment, but the whole people are enjoying short form content more lately. I wonder if that was played any part in the decision to make the going for something i don't know if it's that they just like thought that there wasn't enough for longer episodes i don't think it's that i think i think they specifically made it this way to be suspenseful like i don't know if it's suspenseful or like sort of light and i don't know i that's not the right word but like but it sort of is right so if you're watching like a 45 minute long episode or something about like a serial killer that's very dark it's very heavy it's probably hard to binge like i feel i just feel like they're going for this sort of like bingeable little tale about a serial killer who like there's clearly some not comedy but like some lightness to it like they for whatever reason levity thinks that's probably the word I wanted they (laughs) for whatever reason keep focusing on the fact that the serial killer like brings takeout every day to the therapist and like 
talks about it. He's like, oh, like this is the best Thai food you'll ever have. Like that's a, like a motif. And I don't understand why, but it's clearly not like, oh, I'm a dark, crazy serial killer who's like going to kill you. So yeah, there's some levity to it, but it's definitely not a comedy. Uh, anyways, it's good. I wish they dropped the whole season at once because it is sort of painful to watch like 20, a 20 minute episode. And then I don't pay for the no ads Hulu. So it's like three minutes and then an ad and then three minutes and then an ad and then three minutes and then an ad and then it's over. And I'm like, okay, great. Now I wait a week and like not a lot happens in each episode. It does sort of end each episode on a cliffhanger, but it just doesn't, it does something about it doesn't feel right. So why don't I you just do wait like until it. the rest of the episodes come out so you can binge the rest? I might. Well, I was watching, I was trying to watch just to like be able to talk about it, but now mm. I've seen the first like four or so. And I think I'll probably just wait until I can watch the rest. I think I'll like it more that way. I, yeah. I recommend it. I mean, the acting is incredible. Like both of them just absolutely killing it. Um, but yeah. It's just like the pacing is, is weird. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, what else have we watched? We watched House of the Dragon. We already did it. We've done some po- yeah, like hour which and a half. Probably we'll come back to at some point in the next, like we'll probably have to do some catch-ups on the last few episodes. Yeah, that was the first three episodes. So yeah, if you want to hear more about our thoughts about House of the Dragon, the new Game of Thrones prequel series, uh, check out the episode right before this one. We had plenty to say. <laughs> and we'll have more later, but yeah, let's move on. The last, I the last ones we touched on were both shows that you actually watched. Yeah, and I don't have to talk about these long. She Hulk, the new Marvel series. I mentioned this probably in the last couple of podcasts because I keep trying to get Jenny to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, Someone seemingly divisive on the internet, but I would not listen to the Night Sires because it's mostly misogynists uh, who are mad that women can have fun and that they say. Their like main point is that Marvel is like is too serious for this show, and I'm like, I'm sorry. What in like, Thor Ragnarok? What about that movie was serious? Like, it's just, anyways. Don't listen to those people. If you like comedy and you like Tatiana Maslany, and you should, who does She's incredible. Uh, the orphan black actress. Then you should, I think, check it out. Uh, I mean, if you really don't like Marvel, then it's still it's Marvel enough that like. You don't need to have seen every movie, but there's certainly like cameos that are supposed to be funny, not serious, but still probably like confusing if you're like not into Marvel at all. So I don't know. It's somewhere in the middle of like a Marvel fans uh, in terms of like if you can watch it. How many what am I saying? How many Marvel movies do you need to have seen to watch this? Not all of them, but like a few, (laughs) like at least seven. (laughs) (laughs) Why'd you laugh? Because that bar is so high. Listen, I've seen all of them. That doesn't seem because you claim me. I hate Marvel because I haven't well, seen does. all of them. Um, all but right. Moving like on. Three <laughs> movies and, and then you should check this out. It's funny. Anyways. Okay. I feel like people have already decided if they want to watch She-Hulk or not, but I will yeah. keep telling people that it's funny and cute and a good time. And then mm-hmm. the other one that we talked about in our last podcast episode, uh, Bad Sisters, another Apple TV show. This one actually very good. Uh, I don't think they've promoted it much at all. I don't really I haven't seen any like promotional material and I haven't really heard about anyone else watching it, which is a bummer because it's very original, dark comedy, very funny, actually. Like, it makes me laugh out loud. Uh, it's not that sort of comedy most of the time, but it's it makes me laugh out loud in like how surprising it is sometimes because it's it's a very dark comedy. It's about 
basically this group of sisters and one of the sisters husbands winds up unexpectedly dead uh and then it sort of becomes like you sort of think the sisters do it did it killed him that's not giving anything <laughs> right. that's in the trailer um so like, yeah like i said very dark in terms of how you know dark comedies go uh very original very good i recommend it all right Better we pizza. can move on to Papa what was that Oh, sorry. <laughs> Thank you, Jenny, for that. Anytime, anytime. Well, yeah, let's moving. move on to shows that came out, I don't know, that we didn't talk about last time, but that came out and we started watching them. So Lord of the Rings? Yeah, Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, which is a long name for a TV show. So I keep referring it to it as Rings of Power, which seems like It does feel fair. like they should have just called it Rings of Power and like everybody knows that it's a Lord of the Rings show. Agreed. Imagine they called House of the Dragon Game of Thrones Thrones. Dragon, please. It's the same. That's basically what they're doing. Oh, 100%. These two, the Game of Thrones prequel and Lord of the Rings prequel is essentially what both of them are. And I would say of the two, Rings of Power is doing it more for me. Like I, it's less dry. And let's be clear. We already talked about Game of Thrones. It's not the, sorry, House of Dragon. Um, it's not entirely dry, but like there is a lot of, I don't know, violence, but Rings of Power feels fresher to me, less like I'm watching a history show about violence and misogyny toward women. Uh, it's really beautiful. They spent a heck of a lot of money on it. So it's like visually stunning shows. If that's what you're looking for, this is it. If you're a Lord of the Rings fan, I think you'll like it there's a chance you will, I don't know. I feel like there's sort of a curve where if you're not a fan at all, (laughs) like if you don't like this kind of thing at all, you won't like it. If you're a huge fan and are bothered by inaccuracies or just like, I don't know, minor things that you think should be portrayed differently, you won't like it. And then in the middle of like people who really like Lord of the Rings, but aren't bothered by small inaccuracies to like the Cimmerian or whatever it is, or characters portrayed in ways. I think that's one of the things that I read. Galadriel is a key actor in this Springs of Power series. And the way that her character is shown, she's spunkier, I think, than is, than is let on in the Silmarillion. Whatever. I like it a lot. I think some people might be annoyed. It's whatever. I think some of the writing is a little grandiose. And there's a bit of sniff the fart acting. If you're familiar with that, the heck Friends. <laughs> you remember Joey in Friends? He learns from his soap opera people sniff the fart acting, which is like before you deliver a line, you like like do a dramatic uh, pause. I don't remember that. I just funny. try to do it, but on a podcast, that's hard. <laughs> well, that's all right. We're gonna put the video up on YouTube. Oh, lovely. Anyway, I think that was my main. I'm a little like. It's not perfect. It has room to grow, similar to why I did not give it an A, but I like it a lot. What did you give it? It was good. I could give it a B or a B minus. Yeah. Because this is what I was thinking about earlier. My dad texted me right after Double Take came out this week to say he was personally offended at your Rings of Power rating. I did it to personally offend him. So mm. <laughs> I was um, like, I what also will make Alan to angry? Tell you, because I know he's also sitting there and maybe some others, some other big Lord of the Rings fans who would have known this little fact uh, or big fact. It's not actually based on the Silmarillion. I don't know how to pronounce that. Oh. Uh, it's based on Lord of the Rings appendices. 
Oh, great. But very much different from the Cimmerillion. So big Lord of the Rings fans out there were probably thinking that during your previous diatribe from yeah. months ago. I Yeah. I guess I did not, because it's so much more of a story than like a history, I assumed it was based on some other uh, yeah, I don't even thing, know but... honestly what what the Cimmerillion is. <laughs> I'm sorry to, like the, to the major fans out there. Yeah. Anyway, I like it. It's really good. It's really pretty. Would recommend. I honestly, the last episode it had some really good worlds, like Numenor. The anyway, it had some really good aspects that I hope grow and I get to see more of in the episode. Actually, tonight, I'm excited to watch it. But if they don't, I'm going to be pissed because I was really excited about the stories that were unfolding and it seemed quick in last night's or in last week's episode. Anyway, that is a keeper. I haven't seen any yet. Would recommend. Uh, yeah, I want to watch it. You? Sort of. Mm, do I? I? I would say I planned to watch it because I knew people were going to be talking about it. I have seen all of the Lord of the Rings movies at least, I'm going to say one and a half times because I did a full like marathon of them last year and I'm pretty nice. sure I saw them all as kids but I could have I could have only seen like the first one and a half when I was a kid uh and I rewatched them all last year because I was like oh maybe I will like them more than I remember liking them as a kid and then I watched all three and man I did not like them oh, so no. I'm sort of like I don't think I'm gonna like the tv show this stuff if- just doesn't <laughs> do it for me I was gonna say if any of the problem was that it was just too long this might be it for you. Cause it's like, it's, you know, yes, a TV that was show part of it. Yeah. So you get the grandiose and the fantasy and the battles and there's but something. That, I think the main stayed. thing is like, okay, but the third movie is what, like three hours long. And it's like one battle. It's probably not literally one battle. Again, someone out there is thinking that I'm wrong. I just rewatched it, <laughs> but it's basically, okay, fine. Tell me what is it? It's basically one battle for like an hour, isn't it? There's a long battle. There's a long it battle. feels like it, it feels like the whole movie was just a battle, and I was just so bored. There, there's not, two parts. There's there's Sam and Frodo, you know, making their way mm-hmm. to the fires okay. of Mordor. I remember that. But then there's also the the biggest battle, like the yeah. very large battle. It's too much battle for me. That's mm. that's really all there is to it. I'm okay. just I've never liked in any movie. I've just never liked battle scenes. All right. Well, so far, I would say maybe maybe try the first couple episodes. I will. I will. It's on my list, and I think it's one that I can watch with Matt, so we'll watch it at some point. Nice. All right. What, what was next on your Oh, I just finished watching. I watched the first two episodes of Tell Me Lies, which is a new Hulu show based on a book uh, of the same name. It's about – it's a very, like, simple premise. Like, it's – just a straight up drama. It's a girl and a guy they're in college and it's sort of, it seems like it's flipping between two timelines, like their college relationship. And then, uh, you know, as like young adults out, out of college, like how they're, uh, I don't know, still sort of together, but not together. Like I said, I've only seen two episodes, but it's this like eight year arc of this like toxic relationship. And it's just, the guy is not a good guy. But then she's also maybe not a good person either. So it's sort of, it's, I don't know. I didn't no love one is it likable. <laughs> I was like, yeah, because it's one of those shows where no one's likable. And I was like, ugh, I hate shows like this. And it wasn't really doing anything for me. But then the more I watched it, I kind of liked the way they're setting up 
basically like they show, you know, he'll, he'll be a bad guy. Like they'll show him being really callous. Uh, and then the next scene, like they'll show him sort of having this like emotional, emotionally touching moment. Uh, I don't know. They do a good job of sort of making you wonder, like, is this a good person? Is this a bad person? How do I feel about this person? And I think they do that for both the lead girl and the lead guy, which I appreciate. I like that. It's not just this like sad girl being sad mm-hmm. while this guy is shitty. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. Like I said, there's not like a whole lot to it so far, but it is keeping me hooked enough that I'm like, I don't know. I finished the second episode and I was like, oh, can't wait to watch the third episode. Unfortunately, I had to record this podcast instead. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I also need to say that there is, for whatever reason, very graphic sex scenes, like more than normal, which is an odd choice. Uh, But I guess Hulu's trying to be HBO. I don't know, man. Hulu B.O. No, that was bad. (laughs) Delete that. Edit that out. (laughs) (laughs) Delete that. It's also executive produced by Emma Roberts, which- Who did First Kill. Our favorite. Oh, I was going to say, I didn't think she had produced something. but Oh, no. She did First Kill, which also got canceled. Huge bummer. Mm. Oh, was it? No. (laughs) Rewind to our last podcast episode. No, no, no. Not huge bummer. Trash. Wasn't good. Fun to watch. Trash. Have you seen a TV show that is two women who one of which is a vampire, the other which is a vampire hunter getting together? No. But again, like anyway. they wasted what should have been. You know what? Why can't lesbian characters have nice things? <laughs> Why can't we just have- make we put bad bad shows? Paper girls, not it's as okay good to have like a trashy well, I guess show. You did say, but just you said a league of their own was good. So yeah. all right, lesbians yeah. point one for them. But people on the internet got so mad at that show for the storylines that. They, sorry, we're going back to league of their own. The comments and the ratings, they, some people were trying to tank the ratings because of how in-depth to different LGBTQIA stories oh, yeah. they were going Review into. Review bombing is horrible. So bad. Like, if you go on Rotten Tomatoes, I was just on Rotten Tomatoes TV section and what was it? Lord of the Rings and She-Hulk both have like super high critic scores and like terrible audience scores because of review bombing, because of misogynists and homophobic people and there's just a lot of them out there and they love to give things one star for whatever reason that's important to them. Yeah. At least I would give them at least a B four stars. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's not based in these people haven't actually even seen the show. <laughs> like it's literally just like they saw a trailer that had a lesbian and they were like zero stars. I hate this. This is a terrible show. That's what I imagine that the, these people have a good like. voice. You should voice uh, Thank you. <laughs> it sounded a little bit more like a character that belongs in Lord of the Rings than a misogynist. A yeah, it was a little Gimli-esque. Jerry's um, out. I could work on my voices. Speaking slightly, doing a little overarching tie-in from talking about trash shows. Partner track. <laughs> I watched the whole thing. It is... 100% like a guilt. Not, I mean, I don't know how I feel about the phrase guilty pleasure show these days. It's like very fluffy. It's definitely a rom-com me type. If you liked the summer, I turned pretty, you might like this. If you liked, mm, I feel offended by that comparison. Oh, okay. Summer I, I mean, turned it was actually good. Yes. Well, fluffy, fluffy, well, but good. Well, not that I've seen partner <laughs> track. I haven't seen partner track. It's on Netflix, by the way. You didn't say it's on that. Netflix. Yes. Book by Helen Wan. I have not read the book. Developed by Georgia Lee. Don't know other things she's developed, but those are some stats for you. Great Arden stats. Cho. <laughs> those Arden are some Cho details. is not who, she, who I thought she was, by the way, when we talked about it the other day. 
Oh, I did not she is beautiful. know Arden Show. So you probably only know Arden Show if you watched Teen Wolf. Teen is Wolf. that right? Yes. Okay. I would say that's the, the place that I recognized her from. I would assume that's where she's most recognizable. I love Arden Show. I don't remember how I felt when she joined the Teen Wolf cast because I think she put a wrench in the romantic. It doesn't matter. We're not talking about Teen Wolf, but she's gorgeous. She deserves to be the center of a rom-com-esque show which she got. I think it's not her fault that the writing's not very good. The, some of the acting's not so good either, but it's par for the course. It's sort of like what you're going to get. The end game of this is uh, sort of like the summer I turned pretty. There's a, there's a relationship triangle turned, I think about to turn square or like different triangle. If that makes sense. Like one person's getting dropped, but another one's cycling in. That makes okay, any sense. so just a second triangle. Uh, yeah, but with two points the same. We're swapping out a okay. point. <laughs> I don't understand, but okay. It doesn't matter. I don't want to give too much away, but also I want to talk about this with somebody who's seen it. So you should watch it so, so I can talk. I just, yeah, after the glowing review. Um, I think- You ended up giving it a D, right? I did, and yeah. It was not take, very good. But the there first just- draft said F. So yeah. I just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to go watch I, this. I watched the whole thing. I think an F would have been if I could not finish it. And I do think if you're okay. in the mood for something light and fluffy, it's not like, you're not going to be like, I can't believe I'm watching this. You might be a little like afterwards. Well, I can't believe I just watched all that, but not during. What did you see Uncoupled? That other Netflix show that just no. came out recently? No, I haven't I yet. I wonder if it was like that. I bet it's similar. It seems like a like, similar tone. Not great but a good background show like and it wasn't bad but it wasn't yeah this would be a totally fine background show it's just not a very good show (laughs) I could probably try it while I'm editing or something yeah it's very much like lawyer terms (gasps) lawyer uh, discovery and you're like is any of this real (laughs) anyway like if I'm a lawyer watching it like it's trash yeah I bet I would yeah, I don't think Grey's Anatomy is particularly accurate if there were doctors watching I would it. Yes, but, but I would bet that Grey's Anatomy is slightly more accurate. Really? Maybe not. Maybe not in how the hierarchies are, because it does deal with sort of like the very white male my majority in the room, and the dynamics between the partners and the attorneys and the lawyers that are on partner track. Like it, I, I bet that's maybe very accurate. It seems like a very t- toxic um, law firm that they're at. Anyway, I might try it. I had a mixture of one of my friend groups, like a couple of them had watched it and a couple of them did not like it, but at least one person did. Actually, that was another one. I got a text after Double Take came out. Somebody read it. One of the, one of the friends in that group read it and they're like, oh man, Jenny really did not like partner <laughs> track. And I was like, yeah, I do feel like I will not be watching it now, now that I've read that review. But, but yeah, I, I always need something to watch that just like, doesn't really use my brain while I do. Yeah, other this work. is perfect. All right. You could do it. Um, a show that I did really like or have been really liking, I'm only four episodes in, but Heartbreak High just dropped on Netflix, I think yesterday or the day before. And it's very, I would compare it to, I'm probably going to write about it in a newsletter soon. So you'll get more of a, an actual overview, but I would compare it to sex education. It's very similar 
to that whole vibe. In fact, there's, there are a lot of overlaps, a lot of similarities. It's set in Australia, not the UK. So there's one difference. It's not at all based on the same story either. I think it's a reboot. I want to say that this show existed Hmm. many years ago in Australia. Uh, It's really good. I'm enjoying it immensely. It is high schoolers. So there's some not, uh, not like immature content, but if you're looking for a show, that's really like thought provoking in a, the patient kind of way, or I don't know, like something more serious. <laughs> I wouldn't have is... expected it to be like the patient. No, I know. But, but in terms of like sex education, cause I've seen that, is it like mm. as serious as that? Yeah. I would say very similar levels of serious. Okay, cause like I wouldn't they're... really call that a YA show. Like, yeah, it has high schoolers in it, but yeah, I feel like it's not for, I mean, yeah, high schoolers can watch it, but you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't feel like the intended audience is like a 15 year old. Yeah. Might be, I can though. never tell. I don't know. Days. Now that I say that, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Well, I guess I should say it doesn't feel at all like it's specifically catering to that audience. Like, like yes, if you're in your twenties, that audience hate would it. like it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but even like how I felt, uh, what's a good example? Boo bitch. Nobody watched that besides me, <laughs> but that one was like very clearly for like, I don't know. I'd say like 16 to 25 year old girls was sort of like the audience there. And you could kind of pinpoint with that. Whereas sex education, I would not really be able to pinpoint like very clearly to a young audience. Um, so is it more like sex education or is it more like boobitch? I guess is what I'm asking. Definitely more like sex education. It's very similar to sex education. Yeah. I'll definitely watch it. I love sex education. Yeah. I really like this so far. And that's all I want to say, because I want to keep watching it and I don't want to give anything away, but the, should I give the, yeah, you can look up the premise if you want. If you like sex education, look up, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to anyone listening. I feel like the premise is also sort of like, there isn't really a premise. It's like a bunch of high schoolers and there's like different plots and different things. I don't know. I guess there's a premise for sex education, but yeah. Anyway this is good. You should watch it. Last thing (laughs) that I have watched are the first two episodes that are out for uh, the new season of Rick and Morty. I really enjoyed. I watched the latest one last night with Carter and really liked it. Where do you watch it? Um, on his computer. No. uh, Is it HBO Max? Is it Hulu? Is it, do you got a cable? No. Yeah. We, yeah, it's yeah. Comedy Central. No, what's it on? Uh, yeah, because they're releasing them on Comedy Central each Sunday. But then I read something that said you'd be able to get them on HBO Max and Hulu. So I'm curious Patient if that is waiting. true. I haven't looked. Um, I because thought... I'm still on season five. I haven't finished season five yet. Yeah, I had thought that maybe once a few episodes had piled up, they would start putting them on to HBO. But I haven't seen them on there yet. I've just been watching on Comedy Central. Okay, so maybe they are waiting until the season's over, Completely out. which is not what I thought, but I'll have to double check on that. Anyway, yeah, I'm still watching season five. Honestly, having a hard time getting through season five. I think it's the weakest of the seasons thus I can't really far. remember. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's I not know. like most seasons have like a huge arc. No, that they're not memorable. memorable. No, the show is the definition of episodic, but mm-hmm. like. I feel like every other season had like at least one or two standout episodes. 
mm. memorable episodes of some sort. And this one, I'm just like a whole episode ends and I'm like, well, what even happened in that episode? Like, or it was just like particularly stupid. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not in the mood when I watch it. You sort of have to be in, in a mood, yeah. but I'll catch up because it's still clever. It's a funny yeah. show. The latest episode, I don't know. We can cut this out if I, if we determine that it's too much of a, I don't know. Well, don't spoiler. give me spoilers either. Well, I'm not going to give a spoiler, spoiler. I just want to mention. Yeah, 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 you can tell us what it's about. Uh, so part of the premise of the episode is that uh, Summer is left on her own as Marty and Rick are dealing with something else to do a die hard is how they keep saying it. And Summer's like, I've never seen die hard. And they're like, I don't just like do a die hard. And so she keeps just yelling like, <laughs> like throughout the episode, it's her trying to figure out what die hard is. But she's like, I think there are walkie talkies in it. <laughs> okay. That is, I see the humor in that. And like, just like keeps like, sh- like shooting this laser being like, die hard, die hard, die hard. That really was good. like, that's the type of humor that Rick and Marty really excels. Excels. Oh just yeah. Like, you're like, this is so dumb, but it's so funny. Yeah. But sometimes it's just some less funny and more just like confusing. Like they're mm-hmm. trying to make the weirdest plot they can think of. And then like they forget the humor. That's how I feel about season five. But anyways, if people haven't watched Rick and Morty ever, the first few seasons are really quite worth watching. Yes. Impeccable television. And I think All that right. wraps up. That wraps up what we've been watching. Uh, These are all okay. such hefty podcast episodes when we do wrap up. This is like uh, probably an hour and a half already. Um, what we could talk about, what we want to watch, which is stuff that is coming out or has come out that we haven't seen yet. Uh, I'll start with The Handmaid's Tale. I don't know if anybody else is still watching this besides me. I certainly am not cut up. I'm going to say that yeah. for season sure. Season four was, oh, what was season four? Season four was slow to get into, but it did end in a way that I liked, I will say. Was Elizabeth Holmes' face real close to the screen? Um, Elizabeth Moss. Is Elizabeth Holmes the- Oh my God, the pinpricked. Lady? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yes, it is not. Elizabeth Holmes does not feature. (laughs) Does uh, not make an appearance. Much to my chagrin. I have too many names. It's literally always the same. Yeah, that that is what I was saying the other day is that I, I got a TikTok ad for the new season. And it was like Elizabeth Moss's face was really big, doing the same facial expression that it is always doing. Uh, and there was like an overlay of Serena, that character, in the corner looking like angry. And it looked fake. Like it looked like someone was making a parody of Handmaid's Tale. But that's sort of what it is now. Uh, not, I mean, not really. Honestly, like season four, was, it was fine and it ended well. It's a parody of itself uh, in that like, yeah, she makes that face all the time. It's just so dramatic all the time. And like, yeah, it's just a really heavy show, but I don't know. It's gone on too long. Mm-hmm. The plots don't like, it feels just feels like a little contrived at this point, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But I will absolutely watch season five because you got it. I do still think, I do still think it's a good show. Like I think the essence of it is still good. And obviously it is a very relevant show, probably more than ever. Uh, and I like the, point it's making I guess but really I just think it's like I don't know fun to watch is not the right way to put it because it is actively miserable to watch sometimes but gives you something to think about Uh, and they also announced that they they renewed the show for a sixth season but they announced it will be the last season and I am glad to hear it because it's already getting too dragged out dragged out if you nope (laughs) (laughs) sorry I don't know what the right way to say that is 
yeah. I, I was thinking of something else while you're saying that anyway. I was going to, if you had to live in a world where either every show, good or bad, had three seasons, that's it. Um, or I don't remember. I don't know if I set this up well. If you, you either have to live in a world where every show has three seasons or there are way fewer shows, but they all have like nine seasons. Um, I don't like either of these options. I you thought that I was going to get at least one good option. Uh, no, no, it's a, I, it's I a, would you rather? Yeah, no, no, no. I know. I thought I was going to like one of the options, but no, mm. I guess the first because yeah, that's I want right more answer. shows and very few shows are good at nine seasons. So I think, yeah, that's sort of like the obvious answer, but I do like, there are plenty of shows that have had six seasons that's you're only six. thinking you're like Parks and Rec is the only thing on your mind. Right okay, now. I was thinking about Parks and Rec. That's so rude that you would out <laughs> me that quickly. You're just like uh, I don't I'm know. Thinking of six. <laughs> just a random idea. Um, just throwing a number out. But no, I think New Girl was also six, and I think, I think they ended when they should have. I think. Uh, what did Gilmore Girls have like seven? Should have ended at four, and or they should have. Yeah, they should have ended. I guess my point is like around six seasons is when I've still liked shows such as I think Gilmore Girls got bad in six. I think it was season six that it got. Was it bad? Was it bad in five? Five is when she dropped out of college. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't rewatched that show in quite a while. Uh, And then I dropped out of Yale. What's the. uh, That was a Jess. How many seasons did I think Jane the Virgin had five seasons? So maybe I should have said like five to six but yeah i was i was thinking about parks and rec um the most perfect show in the the whole world but other than the first two seasons anyways what else what else do we want to watch what else do we want to watch we want to watch uh atlanta i am the worst i haven't even finished season three although to be fair season three came out in like april like I it came out recently, I think. Recently, but it's I'm September. I had plenty of they're... time. Well, well no, no, I'm not saying you didn't. Me. I mean, other than we watch every TV show <laughs> that comes out new, so it's hard to watch the shows we actually like yes. that come back. But no, it's weird to me that the season already is out when season yeah. three like, just came they, out. That's not they a normal They must cadence. have filmed at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, but even then, why release them so quickly? It seems weird. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but I'm, I'm excited. I... That is definitely the kind of show that I, for some reason, need to be in the mood to watch. And there have been other shows that we've been watching and I just haven't made it a priority. And so I really would like to sort of get back on track and watch it, but I don't think I'm going to catch up by the time season four comes out. Um, I think it's out, isn't it? Or oh, dang it. I thought it was today, today. maybe. Yeah, yeah definitely might, don't I mean, have time. It um, it's definitely either yesterday or today. But yeah, people really like Atlanta. I have not seen it. It's really well done. I have not had an episode list. disappoint me so far. What well, else? The other one on my list comes out yeah. today. I'm so excited about this. It's so funny. It's the Great British Bake Off or the Great British hey. Baking Show, depending on who's writing it. Uh, and I don't know what season it is because who knows something like that when it's this season sort of show. Yeah. I literally think I've watched entire seasons of that show and like not actually watched a single moment. It is just like the purely perfect background show even if I'm literally not paying attention at all I'm just so blissfully happy when it's on I was gonna say go back and rewatch because they no, deserve I know. your I, attention I have actually done that there have been Good. seasons where I've been like okay yeah I don't didn't actually watch this like and now I want to watch it but I'm never 
watching it, watching it. Like even when it's not purely background, I'm still like doing something else. And for me, that is just the perfect show. Like I just need that in my life. Something that like I can watch that makes me very happy and I can multitask while I do it because I'm always, always multitasking. (laughs) It is a glorious show. I'm very excited. I'm super excited for the upcoming, I love their um, holiday episodes. Oh yeah. Those are fun. So lovely. But I'm just, yeah, yeah, I'm glad they're, that it's out. I think it's only like one or two episodes though, which is a bummer because I really like to just, like I said, put it on in the background and let Mm -hmm. it run. Um, But no, I guess the times that I've watched it episode by episode, I am actually paying more attention and like caring about contestants and stuff. Mm -hmm. And that is, it's more fun that way for sure. Yeah. When I need something purely back on, I just put on one of the first few seasons and let that run. But it's just such a happy show. It's such a, like a fall happy show. It's you know what's really a cozy fun? show, as Jenny would say. Yes, a cozy <laughs> show. I have also taken sometimes to turning on a YouTube playlist of the Great British Bake Off songs <laughs> while you're baking something, oh. and then every once in a while the like stressful song comes on, and you're like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it's really Is good. Good vibes. Stressful song. I feel like there's no stress in that show. There's that, like when they're running out of time, it's sort of like a faked stress. Yeah. Uh, anyway. It's just, I feel like it's just a very, it's a very mild. Yes. There's no strong feelings when you're watching that, except maybe except crying sometimes. joy. I cry. Yeah. I cry uh, when people get out sometimes. Oh. Looking forward to, we should wrap yes. this up for anyone who's hoping this is not longer we'll than do, an hour and a half. Uh, quick, rapid quick fire. on shows that are coming out in the next few weeks. I actually did. We kept it to just September shows, so it's not a super long list because it's already September 16th. Uh, although we probably made up for that time by just talking about all the shows that have already come out that we yep. already watched. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the one I'm most excited about comes out September 20th. What is yes. that, like mon- Monday? Four days. Yeah. On Hulu. It's called Reboot, uh, and it is about a show from the 90s. It's very clearly supposed to be Full House or... No, I guess I'm wrong. It's called Step Right Up. What's the show that was like, I don't know. The, the one I always think of is Full House and all those other shows of the time mm-hmm. were like the same vibe. It's this like happy family, like prancing through the yard. Like it looks like the Full House in the trailer. Mm-hmm. It looks like the Full House theme song or theme intro. Uh, but anyway, so the cast of that show. So it's a show about the making of a show. Mm-hmm. And in the show that they're rebooting, all their original cast comes back for the reboot. And it's like, these this dysfunctional group of people and it's keegan michael key johnny knoxville judy greer um and rachel bloom is the producer and the trailer just looks so funny it's like a bunch of sort of older people sort of trying to relive like their glory days almost but it's i mean keegan michael key is literally always funny and it just looks it looks really funny i'm excited about that one i'm so oh and it's the creator of modern family nice which I didn't watch all of, but every time I did watch it was hilarious. So I have high hopes. Yeah. I'm excited for that one as well. I'm excited. Abbott elementary season two, like you said, one of my highest ratings ever. Probably Jenny's highest rating ever. I think it was. I just thought people weren't watching it and needed to. And, uh, I'm glad that it got some Emmys. Oh, my heart at the speech of, um, well, I really don't know anyone's name. So Charlie Ralph. Charlie Ralph. Is that what you're talking about? She plays the like nice teacher. Wait, a nice teacher, (laughs) the like kindergarten teacher. 
nice isn't the word the like yes polished one yes 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 she's excellent she's so good her speech was incredible I'm so glad she won me too Avid Elementary is so good I do feel like at this point most of my friends are watching it like I tried to tell everybody about last year Mm -hmm. and it seems like the word has gotten out which is cool yeah so super excited for season two I was talking to my mom about it because she was like you know I watched it but like I didn't really like love it love it and I think I think I sort of got what she was saying like was the first season of it the best season of sitcom I've ever seen? No. But if you think about all the first seasons of sitcoms, like they're normally not good. Like mm-hmm. I just sort of this whispered was way about better Parks and Rec. Like Parks and yeah. Rec season one, The Office season one, trash. Even New Girl season one, not great. <laughs> I, can, I could extreme, go on. But they're yeah. not good. They're really not. If you, I mean, not- if you go back and watch it, there are things that like are likable about it. But I remember watching The Office for the first time and being like, what is everyone talking about? This is not good. But then when you go back, anyway, the whole point is right. once you but it know. it gets better. Like mm-hmm. it establishes the characters really strongly. And so then you like them and then they're put in situations and it's just funny. You know how people are going to react. Like part of it is having a sort of lackluster first season, I think. I think that's like sort of normal. And when a show comes in this strong yeah, in their first season, it's so funny. Like so many laugh out loud moments in each episode. And everybody's just like, crushing it the characters are so funny but the actors are also just like all incredible it's just so that's for me why it was like the best show of this year or last year whatever yeah yeah I'm very excited that's September 21st on ABC or the next day September 22nd on Hulu I can't I said that um did not okay next one Ghosts, Andor. which oh. oh, we skipped over Andor. That's All right, okay. let's we go back to Andor. It. I don't have a lot to say about Andor. It comes skip out it. September 21st on Disney Plus. It's a Star Wars universe show, so another one of Disney Plus's. I feel like they're just like pumping out Star out. Wars shows this year, yeah. and I can't keep up. I'm not a huge Star Wars person, uh, as you know, if you read my like sort of lackluster <laughs> reviews. I don't know why I keep watching, but I just like I don't know. I'm not that into it enough to like love these shows. Yeah. And so then I try to watch them and I'm like, I don't know, a little boring, but anyways, Andor is, it follows a character from the movie Rogue One, which was one of the sort of like standalone, um, like not in the like episode four, five, six linear timeline sort of thing. Uh, standalone movie Rogue One, there's a character called Cassian Andor. This show is about him. Uh, I watched Rogue One. I actually really liked it. So I don't know. <laughs> like, I'll probably watch this one. Um, I might wait until actually I was about to say, I'll wait until people say it's good. But one of uh, one of the podcast TV people that I follow on Twitter just said it was like amazing. She watched hmm. an early episode of it and said it was really, really good. So I will actually check that one out. Nice. I probably would have either way. But anyways, there are two more network shows that are coming back for second seasons that I wrote about. Um, I think I wrote about both of these. Yeah, you did. You yeah. even watched them. But Ghosts I is Welcome one of them. Flash. With me, yeah. Did you watch Ghosts? I did not watch Ghosts yet, but I really uh, think Ghosts was, I mean, probably along with Abbott Elementary, like one of my favorite shows of the last year. Highly underrated, probably because it's just on CBS. There's no way to watch it mm. uh, other than Paramount Plus is the only streaming service that has it. Okay. So you need, yeah, you need like cable or you need paramount plus uh not a lot of people have that but if you can get your hands on one of those things or yeah get somebody's login ghosts is so funny it's just so truly funny uh it comes back september 29th so 
So I will definitely be watching that. Very excited about that. And then the last one is the second season of Welcome to Flash, as Jenny already said. Uh, and that is also September 29th on Fox, which probably means Hulu the next day. That one is a little easier to watch because they put them on Hulu. Um, Welcome to Flash is a very, very weird, weird, mm-hmm. it's weird humor, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's like goofy. A lot of people, I feel like, don't like it or don't get it uh, based on reviews I've seen. It's it's like so dumb that at first you're like, am I dumb? Like, <laughs> like it makes you feel dumb. Like, am, am I dumb for not getting it? Or like, I don't know. I watched the first episode and I was like, I can't tell who's the dumb one here. I think it's going to build. I think it's the same as any sitcom. Like, I think now that the dumbness and sort of tone has been established, I think season two is going to be pretty good. Yeah. That's my- and I, I liked season yeah. one enough to, to be like into it and to recommend it to people. But I think, yeah. And I think you're right. I think it'll just get better because I'm already thinking about like some of the characters that really made me laugh in the first season. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see what they're going to do next. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not going to be for everybody. I do think more people should watch it. I'm honestly surprised it got, I'm sort of surprised that it got renewed. Uh, but I'm happy that it did and I hope that it's funny and that was the last one on the list that's like yeah I feel like to the extent that I'm religious which is none I feel like my constant prayer is just like I hope that it's funny that's a weird way to say that but that is kind of like my constant plea like for sitcoms or just like everything everything needs to be funny um more things than just sitcoms but mostly sitcoms I just I think more things could do better with a little bit of levity. Hmm. Even even Lord of the Rings. You should tell people review bombing She-Hulk. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I'm going to just get on Google real quick. Roll up my sleeves. Review bomb back to them. Go on Twitter. Twitter is a scary place. Don't go there. I would argue that humor in specifically action shows, like like you were saying like marvel movies the camaraderie and the little quips between characters oh yeah and the same thing like legolas and gimli constantly going back and forth at each other like yes more levity i hope is it legolas or is it legolas it's legolas what did i say legolas legolas you said legolas it's spelled what legolas (laughs) it's spelled like that but i was like am i wrong because i always say legolas but i don't know you say that name the more it sounds like absolute gibberish or legless. legless, like he does not have any legs, legless. but I'm not British. So it's sort legless. of like, feels like saying Sevilla when you're not from legless. Seville. <laughs> it feels just like say it the way they say it in the movie. Barcelona. They've got, oh, please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> they have uh, American accents, don't they? What kind of accents? No, they, they like have like weird pseudo British. It's like all fake. It's like I think Sam. you can say it however you want to say it. I just you definitely sure can. I wasn't saying it wrong. I'm sorry, you're the I one asked. who came at me. <laughs> No, I said, is it Lego loss or is it Legolas? Because I was like, oh no, I've been saying it wrong forever. I think it's both. And I hope it's funny. <laughs> I hope this podcast is funny. <laughs> something. <laughs> it's something. We'll we'll let the people decide. Yep. Well, I suppose we can wrap it up now since it's gone on long enough. So uh we'll see you next week with uh, I don't know. Another podcast. Cozy shows. Episode. Cozy show. Podcast? Oh yes, I can't wait. Jenny for cozy really show. wants to do cozy shows. I don't even know what that means. So I just don't want to have to watch. Come back more next week to find out about cozy House shows. of Dragon. <laughs> I can avoid watching another House. Honestly, of neither do I. I like really put off watching the fourth episode, which tells me more about my feelings about the show than I 
than I think I knew beforehand because mm-hmm. I sort of thought I was enjoying it. And then the fourth episode came out and I was like, please don't make me watch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, come back next time for either a show we really don't like or <laughs> nobody wants to do that or cozy yeah. shows. All right. Signing off. See you, Bye, Jenny. Bye, Jess. Have a good weekend. Bye. You too.